as we proceed to give you what you need. Refresh, motherfuckers. Refresh, motherfuckers. As we proceed to give you what you need. Refresh, motherfuckers. Refresh, motherfuckers. Welcome back. This your boy, Doug. And this your guy, C. And this is Refresh Podcast. If this your first time listening, thank you. We hope you come back. And if this is your second time or you a return listener, appreciate you rocking with us once again. Thank, Thank you. you. Hey, man. But either way, however you listen to us, whether it be on Apple Pods, Spotify, Google Pods, or however you get your podcast, let someone know how they can find us. Thank, Thank you. you. And it's like that. And you don't quit. <laughs> um. You know what? How I, you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. I am hopefully, hopefully the boogeyman is not coming to get us again with this damn car alarm because nah. I swear right before we hit record, I heard. A- oh, 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 I, it's out there. He mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the boogeyman, um, we'd be remiss if we don't talk about this, which I'm trying to figure out if this is even noteworthy or do we even care, but. Uh, shout out to the LA police. They finally got Pac's murderer. <laughs> right. 30 years later. The, the nigga who they thought it was the whole time. <laughs> I don't even understand how that happens. Like, we think it's this nigga, but we ain't sure yet. They thought it was really? him the whole time? Yeah, bro. So In I, all of the documentaries that I've seen, they all pointed directions to Keefy D. You know what I'm saying? I don't even and know who like, he is. I had to do some research. I mean, yeah. is if, he, if you're an L.A. nigga, if you're a West is Coast nigga. Is he a gangbanger? Yeah, of course. Of course. So why is Suge not really, like, trying to, like, I guess he's trying to, like, he know he's known it all this time, but, but he don't want it because that's his guy. It's not even that. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than rap? It's deeper than rap. Okay. But, it, but it's not at the same time. Because... <sighs> Allegedly, you got to throw that word in there. <laughs> you Allegedly. know what I'm saying? Allegedly, uh, Puff had his hand on, on in 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 the mix. So, you know, can anybody get any interview or any sound bite from Puff now that he feels? Oh, you're never gonna get that. He's okay, not. So, he's not that stupid. Come okay, on, so we got. He, he's not stupid at all. He's very smart. We got Pox Killer. Can we get Biggs Killer? That would be a nice, uh, what's the word, um, compliment to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it's almost like, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm glad for the family. At least I don't right. know. They got some justice. I don't you know, know who else. Because I, I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know anybody other than Park's mom that was, and she gone. Yeah, she gone. She wasn't even here to see it. You know what I'm um, saying? So, but. You know. Cause I don't know how big his family was, but I mean, just you know, yeah. when I heard it, it came across my. It was like a notification, and I was like, "The mm-hmm. fuck, yeah." <laughs> they got exactly. a lead on arrest. I'm like, nigga, they have made several stories and docu series, and and and, and all everything this shit. said the same thing. Like, but how is it that now you just got confirmation out of nowhere? Stop it. <laughs> but shout out to the L.A. police. <laughs> shout out to them. <laughs> Just saying, bro. It's like, think about it, bro. Think about it. It's like you and your wife having a nice, expensive vase at the crib, right? Yeah. And Kennedy and Chris in the living room playing, 
And you have uh, what's the word? Um, what's what's the, what's the thing called? Like like they they doing a a TikTok. Uh, they're they're doing a TikTok, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And in the process of them doing a TikTok, some shit happens, and they drop the phone in the process. Mm-hmm. Now you don't see it happen, but you just. They, they like oh and, and, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and they break the vase right yeah now which one of them it actually is you don't know but you just gonna blame both of them right yeah they're gonna take that shit to their grave now now wait wait for it till grad after both of them have graduated high school you know what I'm saying and they come and say um mommy daddy we know you guys uh, really liked it that vase, but uh, it was me and Chris who did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you think we didn't like? There's no real evidence. You still got some lies. But there's you evidence. still got some you know lies out there. It's like, come on, man. You still got lies out there that you ain't told your mama. I think she found all of them out. Like when I when I left to go to boot camp. You know, you know what? She, she cleaned my room. It's so funny. That. It's so she, ir- found, she found all the the new the nudie pictures that I had printed from the the computer. You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy, man. Because <laughs> I I don't know if it matters anymore. I don't even know if I even told them, but um, I went over to my grandma at the times house mm-hmm. and I ordered the Spice Channel because I was like, because <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know if I told you this, but no, I, hell no. Hell I ordered no. the Spice Channel because I was just like. Nobody's gonna find out that it was me that did this shit. That's hilarious. So then, um, this is when you used to, when folks used to actually pay attention to the actual cable. Bill. Oh yeah, the actual bill. Yeah, <laughs> they looking at the motherfucker like, hold up, wait, wait, wait a minute, what? Because I don't know if it was like fourteen dollars or whatever it is. So right. I'm guessing maybe it was it was significant enough to where they was able to acknowledge it. So then my cousins coming over there, I'm crying. I'm like, I didn't do that shit. It wasn't me. <laughs> I got real tears in the whole right, night, right. man. Because because you're trying to present it as I can't believe y'all of all people y'all gonna blame me, right? And so and, and it really was your black ass. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, 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 that's I, hilarious. I stood in there and was just like, nah, it wasn't me. Because I'm just like, how did they find this out? Because in my mind, I'm like, right. I'm a dumbass because I'm like, first of all, why would you do that? Yeah, um, exactly. But then again, it's like, there was no, there was no fail safe for like how they actually allow you to order shit. All you got to do is press a button. Now, you could have accidentally ordered the Spice Channel. So check this out. Niggas like you are the reason why they got the parental uh, <laughs> controls on on the, um, the parental <laughs> advisory codes on the cable now. You know what I'm saying? On the remotes and all that shit. Yeah. Oh. Niggas like you, man. That's well, funny. I mean, I, it could have easily been an accident. Oh, it could have been. But it was very specific. This 13-year-old <laughs> ass nigga ordered the Spice Channel. <laughs> little mannish ass nigga, man. Come so, on, bro. Yeah, man. But that's the one that's thing that I'm still bro. holding. But I did... I don't know if I told I got caught. So remember when we was talking, what was it last week? We were talking about um Damn, twelve on the ass. <clears throat> yeah. We were talking about um uh how you used to be able to watch the Spice Channel. Mm-hmm. And um Oh yeah, you had really the squ- in these streets. Squ- squiggly lines or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh so I didn't know my 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 stepdad was coming home. I didn't know he was. I don't know if I told you this. I don't know if I. I didn't know he was coming home. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I was in their bedroom, 
watching watching the shit. Mm. So um so then all I heard all I heard was because at the time it was this long hallway with hardwood floor and I was like oh fuck. So I had to kind of play it off. And so I just, so he was coming in and I just kind of just walked out the room. Or I think I turned the TV off or something like that. But did you turn the channel? No, I didn't. Oh, I, you <laughs> fucking dumbass. Because I got caught. So, but he, we never, but we he never. never said anything about it. He never said anything about it. But then the next day there was a big <laughs> ass lock on the door. <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. Stay your ass out of this motherfucker. There was a big ass lock on the door and I was just like. Man, we just never had that conversation. You know that comeback is coming, right? It's coming. I guess. It's coming. I, I guess. You know what I'm saying? It's around that time frame. Technically <laughs> <laughs> 13 now, too? I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I, I personally feel like... He got long hair. He, he, he growing them locks. Girls love to play in locks. Did you ever have locks? Hell no, nah, my hair ain't never been long. The one, the one time my hair was long, nobody got a chance to see it. You had hair, bro? Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm talking about, bro, listen. The hair from my my the hairline, mm-hmm. I could I could pull from here all the way down to my chin. Hell no. Yeah. Real you're, shit. You're, Real you're, shit. You a lie. You a lie, and the truth ain't in you. Hey man, I, like I said, it, it you know it happened, but nobody was able to see it. <laughs> you dra- you braided braided that shit or braided? That I shit was gonna too? get cornrows when I came home. What? But I but again, we was out to sea. It was like we had been out to sea like I think it was like 180 plus days or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um and. Uh, I had just been letting it grow out because I was like, I refused to cut it. You know what I'm saying? I was matting that shit down, like, you know, packing it down, packing it down, packing it down. Mm-hmm. I wash it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, at the end of every week or whatever, I have my moisturizing and stuff, you know, putting my shit in. That nigga see had hair. But, uh, I didn't yeah, know man, that shit, that shit crazy, bro. Because in the Navy, you have, this is before they changed the ruling. You know what I'm saying? You, you weren't supposed to be able to let your hair grow higher than your ID card, right? So they would always check it by me putting my hair, putting my ID card up to my to my hairline, boom, like that, right? What's your name, scumbag? Sir, Private Brown, sir! Bullshit, from now on, you're Private Snowball. Do you like that name? Sir, yes, sir! Well, there's one thing that you won't like, Private Snowball. They don't serve fried chicken and watermelon on a daily basis in my mess hall. Like, if it's off your head higher than that, then you got to cut it, right? I told you I could bring it down to here. So what that, what that means? That shit was high. How often did they, do the, did they do the check? So they did the check. Well, they don't do the check like that, like that, unless you're a dirtbag-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so... Shout out to the dirtbags. And, and so your boy was a dirtbag. Mm. So, yeah, I, I got checked quite often because... I was first division, so we the first ones to go to work, we the last ones to get off, you know what I'm saying? And when it come down to uniform, my uniform was decent, but because we always was around paint and uh, primer and all that kind of stuff, a lot of my uniforms was messed up because they had paint on them and stuff like that, because they would have us working in and stuff. We're like, how are we supposed to work in 
uniform and and stay clean at the same time. They supposed to be like, well, you supposed to have some uh, available for uh, specifically for inspection, bro. You know how many t- how long we out to see before we can wash clothes, bro? Stop playing. <laughs> So, stop, you know, stop, but, but I learned, I learned, with me. I learned how to play the game. Mm-hmm. You just keep you a set that's always pressed. Like you, you have them go, you have them take them to the cleaners, you know what I'm saying? And just have them readily available. So whenever they ask you to get dressed with that, you always go to that, that particular one. Cause you're only going to put it on for like maybe a good 30 minutes at, at the most. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Take that motherfucker off, fold it back up. And, and, and this is crazy, but they had a way that you could fold it and the lines, the creases stay in the in the the uniform. Mm, Navy shit. Yeah. Military shit in general, because you know, Army and uh Air Force all had that same uh cap- you know, um function. Marines and everybody. Hey, you talking about shout out to the Marines. Shout out to all the armed forces, you know what I'm saying? Like for yeah. real, for real. All right, y'all. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get to it. Uh, morning message. Uh, today's morning message has been brought to you by the makers of no. Nah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, we didn't I, even do the sponsors, <laughs> man. We tripping. Hey, man, go ahead and sponsor, man. Hey man, shout out to, of course, you know our favorite, Modelo. You know what I'm saying? We got that Chilada mango, you know what I'm saying? Going today. Uh what you what you got over there? Uh, I got Terpin. some type of I got I got I'm, I'm I'm fucking with the Dr. Love uh yak, the Ciroc yak. Oh, okay, okay, good old Ciroc. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ciroc VSOP. And I see you got you some rap snacks. Shout out to Dr. Too. Love. Oh yes, yes. Shout out to Master P and uh rap snacks, most definitely. This is the uh Boosie Louisiana Heat. Boy, that shit is bussin'. I don't know if y'all had it before, but y'all need to go ahead and get y'all a couple bags, cause uh this shit the truth. For real, mm. for real. Shout out to Boosie. Yeah. Um, Boosie badass Isaiah 26.3 It goes a little something like this Uh, You will keep in perfect peace Those whose minds are always steadfast Who are steadfast Because they trust in you So Basically what I understand from this Is that as long as you keep your mind on him You will always have perfect peace And the older that I get man I realize that like peace is more important to me Than anything Anything And um you know, it's just that that currency of peace is just something that just is so important to me because it's like if you got peace and and and, and it, because to me peace allows you to be able to never be swayed and moved at all. Like no matter what happens, mm-hmm. like you, like something happened, you just like all right, I'm good. Like I'm not. That's that's something that I'm trying to work on yeah. heavy. Trying yeah. not to allow life. I mean, life gonna always throw you shit, but. Mm-hmm. You know, just just pick and choose your energy and try to, like, keep that same mindset of, like, you know, being in peace. And I think that, like, if yeah. you know what you know, uh, then you can always uh, walk in that peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, excuse me. Yeah. Wow. Uh, how that relates to me is um, I totally agree with you. Uh, man, peace is like it's it's an intangible uh, value that a lot of people don't always uh, have access to tap into 
and they're in constant search of it and don't even realize it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, I definitely can say that, you know, um, once you get to that place, you know what I'm saying? And I don't even think it's an actual destination, really. Mm-hmm. It's an ongoing journey. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you, you never arrive at that place where you just constantly have peace. It's I think you can have because, moments of it. But. Yeah, you, you have moments of it. You have glimpses, you know what I'm saying, um, and breakthroughs and whatnot. But overall, it's an ongoing journey, you know what I'm saying? Because think, like you said, um, you know, when you're on the road of life, you know, it's all you're always going to have obstacles and things are gonna, always going to be thrown your way. So um, it, it's life will be lifing, as I always say, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But the whole thing is, like you said, when you rest in the assurance of God being God and him always having your back, no matter what the circumstances is, as long as you continue to keep him first in everything that you do, then you always be, will be able to rely on the on his word. And his word tells you that he is love and he is peace. You know what I'm saying? And he gives you that peace because he's inside you. You know what I'm saying? As it says in another scripture, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So, yeah, you know what I'm sure. So, yeah. Dang, man. That's what's up. Man, like I I, I hope that you can continue to um, have that same energy. Um, I know it's easier said than done. Oh, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. And hopefully y'all can be able to you know, be inspired by that, man, and, 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 and allow that to be able to help you out throughout your day, man. Because at the end of the day, man, like, you know how they say it takes a village? Oh, boy. Come on now. <laughs> that, don't, that don't just, to me, just apply to family. That just Nah, it doesn't just apply to, to, to parenting. It doesn't apply to, you know what I'm saying, your living situation or anything like that. It, it applies to everything. You know what I'm saying? So... I mean, you know, you know, we talk, we said this before on another uh, episode. We were talking about, you know, just matriculating life in as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it take a village, bro, because we don't go through life for ourselves. We do it for other people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because we never know who's going through what. So when right. you so when you when you when you speak on what you're going through, when you talk to somebody, and you actually allow it to get out there. You find out that you're not the only one. Yep. And when you find out that you're not the only one, there's comfort in knowing that somebody else has been through that same thing and they made it through. So now you got a, that peace that we were talking about. Peace. You know what I'm saying? Peace up, A Town Down. Yeah. A peace up. Yeah. Because they're trying to rob you for your peace. So you got to grab your peace. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to respect your present. Hey, man. Come on. You talking about? I'll be listening. Hey man, <laughs> <laughs> for real. Top five, top five, top Let's five. Let's go. Hey man, today's top five. Man, this is inspired by all the women that always stop me and be like, "Hey, is that you?" And I'd be like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" They be like, "Is that you?" And I'd be like, "Um, is that me?" In reference to what? Be like, but, but I stop playing. I'd be like. I don't know what you're talking about. They be like, "What are you? What's that? What you got on?" I'm like, "Oh, okay, soap and water." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, for, it, it'd for be real, a mix of the soap and water and and the cologne. But specifically today, we're gonna talk about because we talked about colognes already before. If y'all ain't if y'all ain't heard that episode, go back to your homework. Uh, but this episode is gonna be about 
body wash and deodorant. Mm-hmm. Top five body wash and deodorants. Oh, man. So I will go first because mine is not going to probably be as entertaining. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why do you always say that? Stop saying that, man. Yo, it's, it's good because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Some guys is on that. Some guys ain't on that. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, um, you know. I will say you that. You got your thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I'm going to just. I, I, don't, I, I think I have a little bit more of a top five. Mm-hmm. Then a top five. Okay. Um, so we talk about deodorant and body wash, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, I will go over the list of things that I have used over the years. Mm. Um, I think I have probably uh, uh, found out of, of what works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, But I, I will tell you in conclusion, before I get started, mm-hmm. uh, I can't use bars. <laughs> Like so, body body wash me up. Right, <laughs> you was funny, but, man. But uh, so uh, in no particular order, Old Spice. I guess any variation of they have different uh, variants. And uh, don't worry, I'll break those down. <laughs> uh, Go ahead. Secret. Uh, if you want to talk about the, on the deodorant hold side, on, so hold 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 on. what what. Oh, uh, nigga, I've used Secret before. I mean, I mean, but it's only one fragrance that I use of the Secret, the powder, fresh. the powder fresh. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, sometimes it gets it, it gets the job done. Yeah, but if I'm <laughs> but if I'm a but 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 if I'm going to traditionally use uh, powder fresh deodorant, it's probably going to be either Degree or Suave. Because um, gotcha. probably more than likely the deodorant that I use. Um, it's always gonna be powder fresh. I can't really, I can't really get with you know the the other the other uh, smells. But as far as body wash, I would say mm-hmm. uh, Lever Two Thousand. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, Dial. Um, that's an old faithful. Yeah. Um, Dove, and okay. then um, probably the body wash uh, that has been with me the longest is Irish Spring. You you like that stuff? <laughs> what Irish Spring? Yeah, yeah, I like Irish Spring. It doesn't smell bad. You know what I'm saying it's just like yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe but maybe my uncle ran it in the ground. <laughs> I don't know. But I realized over time, over the years, I had to stop using Irish Spring. Yeah, you know, it, it it makes your your pH real crazy. Well, it I was fine. Oh, okay. But it wasn't it it me. I wasn't the issue. Oh. I was affecting other people. Okay, I got you. Yeah, so, <laughs> again, like I said, it makes your so, pH real crazy. Because so, women, women's bodies be real yeah, sensitive. So you almost got to get in line with whoever you with, yeah. and sleeping with at the time. You kind of oh, find yeah. a, you got to find a good mix because whatever you using, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to get them, uh, them, them fucked up because nah, they'll, nah. Cause then all of a sudden you'll they'll be like, "Who you been fucking?" And you're like, "You, um, right, right, right." <laughs> but it's like, how, let me ask a question, cause that's a good uh, point. How did how did y'all narrow it down to it was the body wash, the doctor, flat out, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Cause I mean, you go to your, you know, you yeah, go to yeah, your yeah. annual, and then it's mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes. Women can get yeast infections, and then they can they can have re react. I mean, everybody's pH is different, so right, they right, can react right. to. And it's like, um, you know, when she would say, 
when the doctor would say you you just should not use this type of soap, but mm-hmm. then I'm using the soap that the doctor's saying that she you can't, can't use, and she's like, I, this only happens when I use. Right, 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 right. So it's like I I had to learn. I was just like, damn, man, I can't even use the shit that I would like to Because in my mind, it didn't make sense because I was like, you're not using it. No, but when you (laughs) insert in her, now it's in her. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And then you got to pay attention to the, uh, this is another, um, it's on topic. It's it's off topic, but on topic at the same time. Uh, One of the things that you got to pay attention to is... On the, uh, on the, what is it called? On the labels, when you talk about the, um, the deodorants and the uh, body washes, mm-hmm. there's a thing called parabens. Um, these these are it's it's uh, and aluminums and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that there are no aluminums and no parabens. Um, and it's another one too. I can't think of what it is right, right off the bat because I don't have one in front of me. I I do have one in front of me, but this one doesn't actually have the markings of what I'm looking for on it. But uh, it doesn't have that fine print that I was looking for. Um, but again, you want to make sure that it doesn't have those in it because those things tend to stay in your body. And when they stay in your body, the only way that you would be able to get them to exit or if you took would be if you were to detox. So you need a detox, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and in, if you're not detoxing, you need on a regular basis. I, I would say once a month, but if you can't do it once a month, you definitely want to do it at least uh, every quarter, which would be every three months, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's there's that, you know. I, some, sometimes some things don't get talked about, yep. and this is probably one of them. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, which is why we wanted to talk about it in today's top five. So, mm-hmm. kudos to y'all for being here to listen. <laughs> uh, which, without further ado, puts me up um, to bat. So, uh, my top five is going to be, uh, I will start with my, um, what's the word? Uh, I'll start with the lowest, from lowest to, to my, my least favorite to my favorite. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm not sure if anybody's familiar, but there's a nice brand that's out there. It's been out there for a while now. Technically speaking, it's fairly new because it's been around since I want to say it, it came around probably like the late teen year, my, my late teens, and that's good old Axe. You remember Axe? Yes. Axe. Axe was always good, man. I I I really liked the the body washes. They had several different fragrances. Um, I remember the I want to say it was Ice or something like that, mm-hmm. and it was another one I think it was Phoenix. Well, I used to run that Phoenix to the ground. That I'm talking about, boy. That the body wash and the deodorant. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of guy. If I got the body wash, I want the I want the deodorant that matches. And I want to put it on together. You know what I'm saying? So when I get out the shower and after I got, just had the body wash, I want to hit the, the underarms with that uh, same um, scent. And right. then I will put my cologne on top of that. And then the combination of the three gives me that oomph I need whenever I go out and break necks. So, yeah. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> my 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 next break next. Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, my next. You break. Uh, my number you four. break next with just bruh, shit that you scrub your skin with, bro. I promise, it happens. It happens. Mm. Uh, my number four is going to be dial. Not just any dial, but the dial recharge. And I want to say it's the it's a, it's a dial, the dial recharge, and there's I think a couple different ones. There's one with uh, where it has pheromones in it. And of course, if you're familiar with dial, it's going to be that dark charcoal gray um, bottle mm-hmm. that has the uh, the white dial sign on it. But then the one that I'm, the the three that I'm referring <coughs> to is there's one with the red uh, accent label. There's one with the orange accent label, and there's one with the green accent label. Okay. The one with the red accent label has uh, pheromones in it. That one is really, really good. Um, it stays with you, like, all day. And it just does something to women when you walk by. I don't know what it is, but it just does. Every time I have washed with that, I've had a great response um, of feedback from the women. Uh, the... Orange label is, uh, I want to say it's like a, it has like charcoal or something like that in it, or or it might be the green one has the charcoal, one of the two, but one of those has the charcoal and the other one is like a, uh, it's, uh, no, you know what? The orange one is uh, sandalwood, I think it is. Sandalwood? Yeah, sandalwood. It has sandalwood and something else in it, and then the green one is the one with the charcoal. The charcoal, both of those, again, they both smell amazing. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, dial. Uh, number three is going to be. Um, I'm, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but I've only seen it in Walmart. And CVS, I'm pretty sure Walgreens has it, mm-hmm. but I don't remember ever actually looking for it in Wal- in Walgreens. Um, I've only seen it in Walmart. You know what I'm saying? I, I majority of the time I'm at Family Dollar, but sometimes <laughs> I will go to out of my way to go to uh, Walmart and actually f- um, try and find it. But it's called Everyman Jack. Nope. Every man Jack, every man Jack smells of fucking amazing. Like I'm telling you, it's it's the it's the truth. You cannot go wrong. They got several different scents out there. Um, you really gonna smell like a like a manly man when you put when you when you use it. Uh, again, every man Jack. Pause. Number. T- <laughs> I didn't even think about how crazy that sounds until you just did that. But yes, that absolutely. Thank you, thank you for putting me on on right street. Thank you so much. I was just like, wait, wait, wait what? This every, wait, what? every man, Jack. No, 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 don't Jack. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, but what? if you do, I but mean, if you do, you just gotta pause. Shit to yourself. You know yeah. Uh, so that was five, four. That was three. Um, number two, number two is a is a brand that I'm just now um, becoming familiar with, and that is called Duke Cannon. Mm-hmm. Duke Cannon, 
Again, Duke Cannon. If you don't know about it, man, you need to go out there and you need to find out because I'm telling you, it smells amazing. I just let Dub smell it early. He was like, oh, I like that. And uh, we'll do another test, too. I want you to tell me what you think about this one. What is this one? It's Duke Cannon. It's the, that's a deodorant right there, though. Mm, it's a little too much for me. Yeah, yeah, too much. But it's a good, clean scent, though. Yeah, it's a little strong, but you know what I'm saying. You you see how it pairs up with that though, right? Because mm-hmm. it got that fresh water uh, scent to it, and then this is, um, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Duke Cannon actually makes cologne as well. So I want him to smell this. I actually had this first, and I came across it at the VA. They have, I think they have like a contract or something like that with the with the U.S. military. So they're always at the PX and the NEX and yeah. so forth, so on. Yeah. Smells real good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, again, Duke Cannon. And drum roll, please, <laughs> for my number one, good old faithful, Old Spice. And you can go with any of the... Uh, you can go with any of the variants, man. I mean, I personally like the ones where it uh, it's the ones that has the uh, hydration. Um, and you'll, when you're on the aisle, you'll see them. They look a little bit different because they have the white lines in them. Um, but, again, uh, Old Spice. And specifically, <clears throat> excuse me, the my, my top three of the of them, is gonna be uh, Pure Sport, Captain, and Swagger. When I tell you that Swagger, boy, 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 it's a mixture of uh, sandalwood and bergamot. Mm. You, boy, listen. When I tell you, do they have spillage? It, bro, listen. I'm telling <laughs> you, like, whenever I put that stuff on, every time I get. What is that? Is that velvet? <laughs> what is that? Is that velvet? <laughs> My bad. Right, right. But uh, yeah, so it's 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 definitely a, a um it's definitely an eye catcher, a neck breaker, whatever you want to call it. The you're definitely you're definitely gonna get some attention from the ladies when panty, you wear it. When panty, you, panty you dropper. Wear either one of those. Panty dropper. So you can't go wrong. And again. You don't have to combi- do, a, do a combination of the body wash and the deodorant. It's just what I do. You know what I'm saying? You can mix and match and make it work for you. Um, but again, that's just what I choose to do. So that's mm-hmm. my top five, y'all. <laughs> Hopefully you like it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, of course, see coming in with the TED Talk and the fragrances and the spillages. And I mean, I just like to smell good, bro. Like, hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Who don't want to smell good? Like, come on, man. We all want to smell good. You don't want to walk in smelling like wild onions, bro. That is, that, is, that is not cool. We are grown out here. You know what I'm saying? You should only be walking in the house smelling like wild onions if you like... 10 or 11 because you don't not that you don't know no better but you just been out there having a good ass time and you've been frolicking in the grass with your boys and all kind of stuff or if you just left philly connection the cheesesteak spot it's oh okay yeah (laughs) wow that yeah onions gotcha you shouldn't be smelling like food unless you actually was yeah just in a food spot yeah 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 exactly (laughs) 
Okay. All right. All right. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Hey. Okay. Hey. Okay. All right. Hey. Are we the OJ the Juice Man? It's like a combination <laughs> of the two. We're gonna we're gonna, we gonna run with that. We OJ we, the Juice Man. That's what we're gonna do. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man. With a little bit of yeah. OJ the Juice Man. <laughs> man. You know what I didn't do today? What? Let's go. Oh, you ain't do that. <laughs> I didn't do I it. I thought you did it. No, I didn't do it. What we talking, talking, I did it just then. What were we talking about today, man? Yeah, so <clears throat> you sent me a clip uh earlier this week of this uh this young man talking some real talk out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And I will play the clip. Talking about she happy to be independent. I never seen a white woman in my life on a gram saying I'm independent. F F whatever. Right here. Black woman. Even Taraji P Henson has a has a um a reel saying, "Hello, black men, the audience. We want you back." This is because they realize mm-hmm. it's not working because black women they seem to like embrace the struggle. The struggle has been so normal for, for them coming up. Now they embrace it. I never seen no Brazilian, Argentinian, Colombian, any <laughs> other race, Chinese, Asian go independent F a man. Man for what? Never heard no Spanish woman. Mm-hmm. And the reason why. Nigga, 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 nigga. And, and, and I won't say the reason why, but uh I will say this. You won't hear him saying any of those things. Um, simply because their family structure is what the actual family structure is supposed to be. What I mean by that is this. The man is the head of the household. The man is actually present in the household. And everything is centered from him that well, I will say it was it's structured from him being the head and it trickles down to the mother and then so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. Right. And what happens in, in that family structure is men have an example of the man that they should be. Right. And, and the man they end up growing up wanting to be mm-hmm. right. Because what man doesn't want to emulate his father, right? Yeah. And then the other thing that happens is daughters end up growing up seeing what a man is supposed to be. And and she also sees what a wife is supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? What a mother is supposed to to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she learns how a man... It's supposed to be a man as far as, you know, he's he's a he's a good man. He's a husband. He's a provider. He's a protector. You know what I'm saying? He's all of those things. Right. And then she ends up seeing the type of woman that she wants to be and ends up growing, you know, to she. this is this. These are her goals and aspirations. You know what I'm saying? Um, to be a good mother, to be a good wife. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um that i mean it is what it is man it's like when you have that structure yeah 
everything lines up. Everybody gets a view of, okay, this is how I'm supposed to be. So I want to be, my father is my role, my number one role model for, for, for young, for little boys and and sons and young men. Right. Mm -hmm. And then for little girls, daughters, you know what I'm saying? They, and young women, they grow up. This is my mother is my number one role model. This is, I want to be just like my mom, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so when you have that, what happens is you're attracted to the man the way that you're supposed to be attracted to the man. Right. And I'm only speaking to the majority. I want to make sure that people understand that because I, I, this is, this is off topic for just a brief second. I want people to understand that your truth, my truth and the truth are three separate things. Your truth is what you've experienced in your life. My truth is what I've experienced in my life. And the truth is what has been such a thing that so many people have experienced to where it is a quote, quote thing to where they've done research on it. They've done studies. They've done uh, surveys. They've done all different types of tests and so forth. So experiments, everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And they they come up with a general consensus that says, OK, this is a thing. In whatever community, right? Right. right. And so the, the the statistics end up being whatever they are, okay? And that is how they can say this would be the truth because it's what the majority of most people experience, right? Right. Now, back on topic. Damn. <laughs> I'm going to take a sip on that. Now... That being said, everybody grows up having some some type of idea of what they want to be, right? Mm-hmm. And how they want to uh, emulate their parents. So women will do whatever is necessary to put themselves in the position of being that woman, right? Men will do whatever is necessary for them to put themselves in that position to being that man, Right. And everything works in a harmonious way. Whereas in the event that you deviate from that or there is no father figure in the home, there is no mother figure in the home, it's going to be off balance and things get out of whack, which is where we are in the black American culture. You know what I'm saying? Of it's, it's, As far as society is concerned. So you don't hear those women talking about those things because they've had those examples all their life. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure there are some Asian women, the Asian families that have had a single parent household. You know, there, there's some Asians that have had a sing, that are products of single um, parent homes <coughs> and so forth, so on in, in every other uh, nationality, whether they be a Hispanic, Latino, uh, whatever you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. white whatever right but the thing is we're talking about the majorities the majority of the time it's it's highly uncommon right you know what I'm saying because of a particular word that a lot of people don't like or tend to shy away from and that's accountability mm-hmm. for example you can remember back in the day let's say 
1950s, 1960s, right? In the event that a young man got a woman pregnant, what would happen? <laughs> I'm asking a question. He going to do what he got to do to take care of the child. Correct, but more than anything, he, what he's going to do is he's going to marry that woman. Whether, regardless if he's, if they're there relationally or not, mm-hmm. they end up growing to love each other. Now, they might not, they might have things that they hate about each other, of course, right? But he's going to be there. He's going to stick it out because, hey, I did what I did and I want to man up to that, right? Right. And, and so this is why grand, granddad stayed, you know what I'm saying? Grandma stayed at home, granddad stayed at home, and, and that was the thing, right? Yeah. Whereas as time went on, let's say late 70s, early 80s, that, that shit kind of went away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Men would get women pregnant and be like, you know what I'm saying? You had the crack epidemic and so forth, so on, which is, these are all different factors that tend to factor in, you know what I'm saying? But again, for the most part, the end result is the end result for whatever reason it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, we didn't have fathers in the household. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have mothers in the household or or vice versa, you know what I'm saying? Um, you ended up going to grandmama's house, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or you went to auntie's and uncle's and, and uncle's house, you know what I'm saying? Because you needed a family structure because your mom was in a situation where she couldn't do it on her own, right? You know what I'm saying? She it just times was what it, whatever it was, she just couldn't do it, or he just couldn't do it, you know what I'm saying? For whatever reasons, but the thing is, the end result was the end result, right? Right. So I'm saying for that specific reason, that's why it is what it is. But, you know, we don't like to talk about it a lot of times. And sometimes it needs to be addressed. And, you know, what I'm saying truth be told, people don't realize it. But there's I was supposed to do some homework and I forgot I dropped the ball. Uh, I'll give you a reference point where you can go and you can research it for yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. But again, don't take my word for it. Do the research. But again, what I was going to, what I'm getting ready to say is this: it's all planned. Because if you do the research, you'll see that the goal was to divide the black family structure, right? If you if you go back to let's say 1950s, 1960s, right? You'll see that in, re- in regards to education, your know, employment, entrepreneurship, uh, you, you take a category and name it. Nine times out of 10, we were literally damn near at the top. If we weren't in, at the top, we were in the top three, right? As far as classes, right? Well, if anybody's familiar, we already know that we're public enemy number one. The black man is public enemy number one. The black woman is public enemy number two. If we stay together, we're a, we're a force to be reckoned with. The goal is to divide the two. It's divide and conquer, right? So they had to do what they did to structure it the way that they were trying to get it to be in regards to what it is now. There's paperwork on it. I, that was the paperwork that I was supposed to be getting for you guys is the actual documentation for it. Um, you can find that documentation in the book. It's called Behold the Pale Horse. It's a great book. If you ain't read it, read it. Um, 
you know, um, it's in there. When you see it, you'll get you'll get my point. Um, but in that paperwork, it just basically states the agenda for them to be able to do that, right? And uh, if you're familiar with uh, what is it called? Um, uh, I can't even think of the name of it. But what I can already say is, during the Civil Rights Movement, one of the things that you had happen was a lot of people got on the bandwagon and partnered up with the Civil Rights Movement and said, hey, we want to get this pushed and so forth, so on, right? And what they did was uh, you had, you had um, foreigners partner with us to help them push their agenda to be able to get their rights, right? You had women partner with us as far as women's rights, right? I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but that's a real thing, right? During that same time frame, one of the things that came, one of the products that came out of that was welfare in Section 8. So welfare in Section 8, it came as a product from that. One of the things that was necessary for someone to be able to acquire and achieve Section 8 and or welfare status was the lack of the black, uh, the lack of a man, right? Now, don't get me wrong. It's, yes, there are white people on Section 8. There's white people on, on welfare and all of that. But the majority, in reference to what is projected, is black women, right? In all actuality, it's more white people on, on it than, 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 than them. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the goal is, if you get them on it, you'll take the black man out of the home, Right? And that's one of the things that, you know what I'm saying, that was a very successful tactic in doing so. And because it was such a successful tactic, this is why we're where we are now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a little history, there's a little conspiracy theorists in there, there's a little agenda in there, all of that. But again, don't take my word for it. Do your research and you'll find what you find. Go down that rabbit hole yourself. Well, I would just say that, I mean, you know, the proof in the pudding, though. Well, I, I thought you gave like a you gave, um, I guess, a backstory behind why. But I guess kind of unpacking and coming back full circle mm-hmm. um, based off of what she was saying was that um, what he what he was saying, um, you know, you don't hear <laughs> other races saying, you know, I'm independent. I'm this, that and the third. And um you know, the byproduct of all those things that you said is it kind of helps um, put, put, it in, in context. Put, put it in perspective as far as why mm-hmm. we are, why we have contributed to, because again, you know, I hate to, the reality is that you can say you're a product of your environment and how your upbringing is, right. but for so long, at some point you got to start making some good decisions. This is true. Um, you are, you got the, the you know, you, 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 you dealing with the card that you was dealt. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at the end of the day, what are you going to do with it? Correct. Um, and That's it's, accountability. It's all about, right, it's all about trying to be accountable for your actions and just saying, look, as a result of my upbringing, I don't have resources that other races have. Right. But what is it that I can, what is it that I can do to try to make better decisions? Because just because you're supposed to make a wrong decision doesn't mean you have to make it. Correct. Um, and I think that that's, that's the one thing I appreciate about black people is the fact that, and especially black men, 
um, getting back to that is the fact that like most black men who, um, as they say, get it out the mud. Are they hustlers because mm-hmm. they do things that legally aren't right, but they're willing to do whatever they need to do to take care of their family. Right. And a lot of times that pulls them away. It right. pulls them away from the house. Right, right. And right. so sometimes because the guy is out hustling on the street so much, sometimes he get caught up in the bullshit that come along with that. Yeah. Which usually comes with a plethora of women. And a lot of other <laughs> right, right, and it ends up putting them in an even more worse situation. Mm. And it's like you only see the negative in it. When mm. all actuality, look at the potential of positivity that he saw in order for him to think that maybe this was a good idea. Mm-hmm. For example, standing on the street corner hustling. You know what I'm saying? You you know that maybe you're you're a reformed convicted felon. You know what I'm saying? Like you back on the streets and you just got out of jail. It's very hard for felons to get jobs. And then when you do get a job, it won't be the job that'll be the best paying job. So what are you what what options do you have? I can definitely work this job and go try and find another job, or I can Go back to the streets. I know I can make money in the streets. I know I can get good money in the streets. I can get a lot of money, and I can get a lot of money, not necessarily fast, but depending on what I'm doing, it could be fast, but it could not be fast, too. Just depends. But if I'm great at what I'm doing, then it will definitely be fast, mm-hmm. right? And so what happens is they like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go for that. You know what I'm saying? And the intention is good, but because the intention and the um the return on the investment mm. you know what i'm okay. saying gotcha. the potential the potential return of the on the investment is not the greatest you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying because it's well, it, it is good but it's like it it's it's a high risk you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it's like the risk is like so high like I, you don't want to chance it and it's like but they're willing to chance it because if if i go into it and i do all of the things right then this is be this will be my reward Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to go for that big reward and not even think about the the potential, you know what I'm saying, Um, uh, consequences. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I I understand it. But, you know, it teaches on. Well, I mean, and so but at the same time, I think that, um, you know. I think that the focus gets so much on like black women and how they have to always, they are thriving to be independent. They are not being right. independent because they have to be. Right. They want to be independent. At this point in life. Yes. I and, agree. And, 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 and so although I understand it, I don't understand it because right. on one end, I understand that you want to be independent and 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 you should you should want to be independent until you get married until until until, until, until until you get married um, until but unfortunately i think that um i don't even women, think it's an until you get married it's an until you meet a man that's worthy enough to or that's willing enough to take you for you and 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 accept that that responsibility Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't have to be married for the, for a man to be able to accept that responsibility of having you in his life like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I also think that, like, you know, I think it spills into their relationships as well because um, they 
they women who aspire to be independent, it probably starts because they have to, and then they feel, oh yeah yeah yeah. Then they realize that. that like I like it here, mm-hmm. um, and then when they get into a situation where they're in a relationship with a guy, it's just like. I will always remind you that, like, I don't need you. Correct. Because I did it before you. Correct. And I think that traditionally it was always, um, it was always set up to where most men are designed to take care. We come out of the womb um, with that clock ticking to where we get 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Women can stay in the house until they 25, 30 years old. And they leave and, until, go, or, and go back. Or until they get married. And so I think that that's kind of the, that's the thing that just, that sucks because, you know, um, you know, men are out here trying to do everything that they got to do to try to make sure that they can take care of their lady, take care of their family. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you know, women don't don't the women aren't women don't have to do the same thing. But yeah, I mean, because you know because most of the time, I mean, again, women are hustlers in their own right, especially yeah, black absolutely, women. But, absolutely. but black shout, women hustle legally. Shout, shout out to black women. <laughs> they you know hustle legally, legally, and the way that they hustle, the difference between black women and black men is black women will hustle educationally. They're going to find a way. They're going to go to school, get a degree. They're going to find a way to do what it is Correct. that they got to do, whereas niggas is out in the streets trying to get that easy, fast money. This and, is correct. And so I think what happens is, is that, um, you know, they like what it feels like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they get but, that they get that first uh payday and they like, oh shit. This mm-hmm. is nice. So I think that um I don't know what I don't know why. Um I don't know I don't know what it is with like but then again that whole I mean we just are so competitive within each other with within with each For other. For no reason at all. But then we also are competitive relationally as well. It's just like Correct. this man wants to take care of you and doesn't want to compete with you. Correct. I don't want to compete with my woman. Right. I want my woman to have her own independence, but I don't want to compete with her. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that even when it comes like because in most black situations, it's always it only can be one. Right. It always got, I got to be the man or nobody can be the man. Mm-hmm. And when I get an opportunity to be up, then I want to try to make sure that I'm the guy that's up. So I ain't trying to pull nobody up because I don't want you to be at my level. Correct. And I think when it comes relationally to the black woman, I think that's the same thing. It's just like, if she's ever had a taste of what independence feels like, she doesn't know how to submit to what traditions of how it used to be yeah and obviously we're not in the 50s that, that and 60s word anymore. that word in in general is a trigger for a lot of black women oh yeah the word submit they like boy, well it sounds know. like less than right and, it's, and it doesn't necessarily mean that mm-hmm. it's like I, I'll, I'll i'll give you i'll, I'll tell you this right and this is kind of off topic but on, on topic at the same time uh I was I was I was um, playing a clip, something that you sent me, right, mm-hmm. for a friend of mine, right. Uh, she heard it, and and literally we were having a decent time, like it was cool, like it was chill. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We're eating, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just making conversation, really, you know. And um, immediately. The the lady was talking, and she said a couple different things, and it went from zero to a hundred real quick. And I was like, <laughs> "Yo, I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, whoa, hold, hold on, wait a minute, what, what's, what's going on? No, did you hear what she said? She said, I was like, yo, like 
chill for a second. No, I, I don't want to hear any more of it. And you know how often that happens to black women? <laughs> Extremely often. Mm-hmm. They'll hear something and then be like, Mm-mm, I ain't going for it. They immediately shut down. Like you can't even receive the message mm-hmm. for the messenger. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that is a real thing. Yeah. Like two different times, another friend. I'm, 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 I sent her the clip of uh, what's the, the matter of fact, it's the same person, but two different. Uh, this was two different. Um, what's the word I want to use? These were two different platforms, right? One platform was, uh, I think it was, uh, what is it called? No, I take that back. It wasn't, it wasn't the same lady, two different ladies, two different platforms. The I can't think of the lady's name, but this was on the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne and DJ Envy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the recent clip, but there's a clip of a young lady. Uh, I forget her name. She's a doctor or some t- some type of something like this or mm-hmm. whatever. And she's talking about, uh, damn, she's talking about um, women and women basically. Uh, sacrificing their relationship status for success in their career. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of black women was like, hell no, she don't, you know what I'm saying? They, mm-hmm. Like she got a lot of flack, right? One of the, one of the people that she got flack from actually ended up confronting her like on the show. I don't know if it was the same show or later on in the show or a different show, but they ended up having the young lady on and she was like, you know what? I I literally have to admit something to you. She was like, everything that you're saying is a hundred percent truth. I have to apologize because I missed the message because when you said this, I immediately heard this. And I'm like, that's the first time I've ever heard of a black woman being able to admit somebody said one thing and then they heard something totally different and disregarded the whole message. When in all actuality, if you just listen to the message, it might not even apply to you. In all actuality, it didn't apply to her. She had to take herself outside of the situation and say, hold on a second, let me really listen to what this lady is saying before I can actually critique what she's saying, right? Mm-hmm. When she did that, she found out that she was like, oh, damn, if I just got out of my feelings, if I got out of my emotions, if I got out of my femininity and just heard what she said just for context and let her speak her piece, or whatever her truth is, I would have known that this didn't even apply to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, you remember we was having a conversation the other day and we were talking about, uh, um, you were saying you don't ever bring up money, right? Right. And you was like, man, I hate when people do that. Why do people always do that? And I was telling you, it's just people trying to open your eyes to their situation mm-hmm. or they're just trying to get you to be cognizant of what they experience, what their experience is. Right. It's That's all she was doing. She's saying, hey, my experience was this. In the event that you want to experience whatever you want to experience, you know what I'm saying? If you want a positive experience, you may want to take this take this advice to heart, right? Right. 
And this was applying to women that were currently in school, right? Mm -hmm. If you were out of school, guess what? It don't apply to you. If you 35, 40, and you're not in school, it don't apply to you. And a lot of women was just like, boom, boom, was just giving her a lot of feedback. So, uh, rewind, in that conversation, similar fashion, it was triggering for black women to hit for for a lot of black women to hear in that conversation and in the other conversation that I was telling you about if a lot of black women were able to take themselves out of their softness take themselves out of their emotions take themselves out of their feelings and just literally hear what a person is saying for whatever the context is whether it be <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> take themselves out of their situation and not necessarily situation, but take themselves out of that dynamic and just being able to hear the context and then being able to take it in and digest it and say, okay, now I can get my thoughts on it versus a one word triggering you and then not being able to hear the message. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's a people thing too. Um, women, women do it. Men do it. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. But but it's easier for women to do it because women are very uh, emotionally. I'm not going to say driven. Mm-hmm. I would just say that that's what comes, that's what comes out first. Yeah, I mean, emotionally wired. You want to say that? You re- <laughs> um, I think we all emotionally wired. But everybody I think is. that everybody is. I think that, but I don't. But I don't think that that comes out of men first. Right. Um, you know, a lot of people will try to compare and use the word passion versus emotion. Mm-hmm. And in some sense, in sense, uh, settings, it's, it's almost the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, um, because, you know, I love people who can speak just, I love rational speakers. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'd rather you get all of your emotion out and get your feelings out and then speak rather mm-hmm. than speaking and then you dealing like you're speaking from the place of emotion, and I think right. that what you're trying to say is that women um, they're not driven by it, but I think that that's what comes out first. Right. I think that if they kind of would do, um, if they would kind of do the inverse, I think that we wouldn't say y'all are so emotional because we realize by us saying that we realize niggas is just as emotional as women are. I, it's just women. I, correct. Men just. I don't disagree. <laughs> Men just we 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 think too much. Mm-hmm. And if you want to say it, we think about it before we before we say it. That's 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 the only difference. And the problem is that we will be they so emotional. We act, will be boom. so emotional. We won't say shit for a long time. And we'll be like, What's wrong with you? Nothing, nothing. And we will keep stuff in. Mm-hmm. And then, but but a lot of times we may not necessarily respond the right way. We may res- right. because we've been so you'll be like, well, why you ain't say nothing? And he's like, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good. But I'm we've good. been and thinking about it that whole time. And then we'll blow up, and, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, what the fuck? What is going on? Whereas right. they respond immediately. Correct. You know what I'm saying? There's no thought put into it on until the back end. They think they just to your no, point. No, no, no. I'm they saying think after right. It's it's on the back end mm-hmm. because it's. As soon as one thing that you don't identify with or that you don't agree with, it's immediately <clears throat> shut down. Boom. All, you ever seen um, Panic Room? 
I, I believe I have, but vaguely. Okay, so the in, in the panic room, and then they rush to go into this particular room, and she hits a button. They break into her house, right? Um, I forget the actor's name, but that ain't important. The point is when you like when you the the process of what I'm talking about is this, or the 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 gist that I'm trying to get to it. The point I'm trying to make is this: when she goes into the room, she hits this button, right? Mm-hmm. And all of everything literally closes in. It's like all these walls go up, poof, 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 poof. like it's almost like a domino effect. It's like the the windows, metal thing, the metal uh, board, whatever it's called, goes up, boom. Then the, the doors lock, all these different things hit, and it's like that's the equivalent of when women hear something that they don't agree with or something that happens. Like I don't even know why it does it that fast, but it does it like like that. That's that's how it happened, and I was just like, okay, <laughs> I hear you. But I mean, overall, I mean, but that's I, I, a I, real I, thing. I but, think that yeah. I, I just I just want us to just you know, um, I, it felt weird just hearing the clip mm-hmm. because you know how true it is, right? Um, right. You know who run the who run the world? Uh, all the single ladies, <laughs> you independent. You know. Oh yeah. You know, all of this shit that just, you know, and, and I love how it, I love, I, I love what it's, what it's saying. I don't necessarily love how people, um, their, their interpretation of what it is that it's saying. It's just mm-hmm. like, no, like at the end of the day, you should still be able to be successful and be able to be your own woman and be able to make your own decisions and still be able to move without a man. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, just understand that like the man is there to help facilitate and be there and be your partner along with you instead of it just turning into um, I don't need a man all the time. I mean, because at the end of the day, if you really if you really want to talk about it, like most women, men will say men don't need a woman. You know, when you when a woman will say what they bring to the table and they say, oh, I bring. You know, right. I cook, I clean, I do all this right. shit. And it's I just can, like, I can do that for I myself. I can do all that for myself. I can go pay somebody to do it. One of the two. I can do it for myself. I can go get somebody else to do right. it. Right. So it's just like, you know, you want to make sure that like you can do something that he can't do for himself, mm-hmm. which a lot of times is be able to be the piece for him that he needs. Correct. Because, man, that's so difficult to matriculate through the world and deal with the things that we got to deal with. And we're just looking for just an opportunity to just have some stability, some peace, some sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, I don't want the independent. Like, I love, a, let, let, let me let me be clear. I love an independent woman. Right. Um, but I do, I, I do like a woman who allows a man to be a man, too. Correct. Because at the same time, it's like you independent. But if I'm not being a man, then that, then it's, and that's a problem for you because you're like, I want a nigga to this. I want him to this. And it's like, OK, I'm matching everything that you were doing right alone by yourself. But at the same time, at some point, you got to let me be able to take yeah. you out. You got to let me yeah. open that door. You got to let me. Right. You got to let right. me. <laughs> like, like, bro, you know how many times I went out on dates and this is something so simple. It's, it's a real thing. We talked about this before on, on a previous show. Um, where I was talking about how I don't allow women to touch doors around me. You know what I'm saying? You may get a chance to touch your own car door, maybe, but for the most part, 
I'm referring to like doors of buildings and venues and things of that nature. You, I wish you would touch a, touch touch a, touch the dough. I'm gonna pop your hand so fast, and it's like women be so going for the door. Like I'm like, uh, so I can, you ain't gonna let me be a man? Oh, oh, I'm so I'm sorry. I just like why you gotta think about that? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Now I understand that you're doing it by yourself all the time, but you're not by yourself right now. You're with me. You know what I'm saying? Or when you're with any other man. Now, if you see that the man definitely just ain't going to do it, that ought to be some red flags for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, you notice that he ain't doing it. So that's one. And then two is if he ain't doing it, then he don't either. Either he doesn't know to do it or he just don't care. Right. Both are bad. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because we grown. At this stage in life, you should know. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's my take on it. But um, I I just wish that um, more women would be accepting of men wanting to be able to be men mm-hmm. for those that do. Because you got a lot of niggas that don't want to be men. <laughs> they still want to be little boys. I understand. Yeah. I get it, ladies. But for those that are and they're trying... You know what I'm saying? Give them the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Give them the opportunity. Un- 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 until they mess it up. You know what I'm saying? And when they mess it up, then that's on you. Mm. Well, it's on them because they mess it up. But I'm saying it's on you to decide whether you want to stay, give them another chance, or keep it keep, keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I mean. But you Well, know. um, all you independent women out there, man, keep striving, keep pushing, keep Believe doing your it. thing. But just you know. Uh, when you have an opportunity when you've been asking and praying for the man that you say that you want when he there allow him to be the man and give him an opportunity this is all right. I, this is the last right. thing I'm going to say about that give him the, the opportunity to be a man if that's he, what you if, said if he, no I'm just oh, yeah. oh, I'm just piggybacking off of what you're saying give him the opportunity to be a man if he doesn't be the man then at that point you have all reason to revert back to your old ways and mm-hmm. just say either he just ain't it or give him another opportunity because then you know you also got to respect his his experience level where he comes from as well that's true he he because what works what worked for the woman he was with previously mm-hmm. may not necessarily work for you correct and just because he's not doing what you want doesn't mean that he's not being a man because he could have been the man big time in his last relationship and so unless you don't put out there what your expectations are and what it is that you want to see in him exactly just give him some grace and allow him to be able to it's one is it if you put it out there and say this is what i want this is what i need blah 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 he either gonna fall through and do what it is he gotta do or or you now you now you got an opportunity to make a decision correct correct so man you put you you put that pretty uh but dead on. I hear like they say it's ghetto out in these streets. So I don't have nothing to do with that. But man, stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Black on 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 black. Hey. Uh, I'ma do this black on black today, man. This is gonna be it's so funny, man, because I've never done this before. I never thought about it, but I guess I should have. Uh this black on black is extremely personal to me. Because um uh, this is uh, a place called Dentistry at Camp Creek. This is my personal dentist. He is gotcha. a, he's a black man, 
And let's, go, um, let's get it. Niggas, you got to get your teeth straight. Come you got to get now. them cleanings. You got to get them fillings. You got to get that. them root canals. I didn't have it all. all but that. it is dentistry at Camp Creek. It is 3515 Camp Creek Parkway, Suite 100 in Atlanta. And the number is 404-629-9290. The dentist's name is, his name is Dr. Trayvon Holt. Um, and I've been going to this guy for maybe 10, 15 years now. Man. Um, so just to give you a little background, Dr. Holt has been selected for the last several years as one of Atlanta's top dentists in the field of cosmetic dentistry by Atlanta Magazine. Oh, yeah, that's The dope. Consumers Research Council of America has recognized Dr. Holt as one of America's top dentists for consecutive years. He's also been featured in Newsweek Magazine hey. under the Distinguished Doctor Profiles. Okay. Um, so y'all go check them out. Um, it is Dentistry at Camp Creek. And they are open Monday through Thursday from 8 to 5. And on Friday, fuck you niggas, they're closed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so go Sounds check them out. Right. Go, get, go, 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 go get your teeth fixed. Go Man, get your teeth white I'm, and all that stuff. I'm going to uh, tell you what you're going to have to do for them. To, you know what I'm saying? Really take that to uh, consideration. You're going to have to show them folks a before and after of your grill. Uh, what are we doing here? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> we, we this the, the proof in the pudding. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, they ain't got to necessarily see a before, but they could just see a, a a now. I mean, they can go to the website and see for themselves. I don't know you niggas like that. Oh. <laughs> oh. But anyway, man, go check out Doctor Holt, man. He's a cool dude, man. He knows what he does. Don't knows what he's doing. He's done a lot of celebrity work. Okay. Um, and uh, you know the technology that they use now—they didn't even stick you with needles and shit. So, really, for are you uh, you you niggas that just be are super scared of dentists like I am, and I still am. They don't mm-hmm. even use needles needles with the Novocaine and stuff. Um, you mean so, like you was and like you still are. Got you. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so just a little bit more about them. They do comprehensive. They do teeth cleanings to full smile makeovers. Hey. Um, and all insurances is pretty much accepted. Okay. Um, so go They're check like them out. Insurance. <laughs> go check them out. Um, they do dental crowns and bridges, complete partial and implant dentures, dental implants, teeth whitening, veneers and lumineers, six month smiles. They do Invisalign braces. Um, so yeah, just uh, um, check man, them out. Man, get your get your teeth straight. Get your teeth straight. There's no simpler than that. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you got issues in your mouth and you're trying to get them straight, mm-hmm. you know go, what I'm saying? Go check them out. Let them get in your mouth. <laughs> oh yes. No, no pause. No, let them get in. Your... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no pause. No pause. <laughs> Just letting it get in your mouth. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but yeah. Oh man, this your boy Dub. And it's your guy C. And you officially have been refreshed. refreshed.